Welcome back, everyone, to Madonna's favorite football podcast, the only fans football podcast. A bumper edition of the podcast this week as the lads discuss the return of the FA Cup and the African Cup of Nations. The lads eulogize over Serie A and Euro Trash, and the winners of the fanzies are revealed. We hope you enjoy the podcast wherever you're listening, and be sure to follow our Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Take it easy. I spend these senses tell me this is gonna get fucking tasty, baby. I will love it if we beat them. Love it. There's a slice of cheese, Vinico Giazopolis. I have a dream. Arnie Cut. Bartler. Eh. The fella in the green and white short. The guys up in the joy of us to be put back in their cells. <laughs> <laughs> if you stop waffling, we might get some work done. He has the goo blood. He has the goo blood. Get out! Get out, man! You ain't got. We're Let me add a little bit of. Life to that. Is he a fucking spice? My grandmother had wheels, she would have been a bike. I think I'm a special one. I'm the normal one. Never knew stupid like that. In the middle of the pouring rain, cause I was walking in Memphis. Welcome everyone to the OnlyFans Football Podcast, episode 19. Wow. Wow. I don't know what this one's called. I'm going to call it, but like, we're going to be talking about AFCON. And we're going to be, Euro Trash is full of Serie A. And so we're going to call it the Frank Kessier. Cran, how are you doing? Welcome back, by the way. Welcome back. I'll tell you what, I've been missing this. Yeah. it's It's been a little hole in my life. Actually a big one. For the last two or three weeks. And I've missed a terrible over Christmas. I was even thinking last week when Chelsea Liverpool was on. Um... I was thinking, oh, I'd love to jump on a podcast now and talk about this game. Yeah, we had a little conference call, didn't we? Yeah, and I was just thinking, like, when we were having that conference call, I was like, this would be great for an Instagram live now on OnlyFans. Yeah. So, anyone, uh, maybe as you will throw up a little poll, if you want to see a few Instagram lives in the future. Yeah. On OnlyFans. Post-game reaction, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, it was funny because, obviously, the Liverpool-Chelsea match, like, I mean, it kind of came at an awful time for us because we were like, right, I'll see you in a few weeks we'll start recording again I'll we, we hated you. each other no we didn't hate each other I haven't seen you since before Christmas mind but um, we were kind of like yeah look we'll come back after Christmas and go again and we still have a few things planned but we haven't announced anything just yet but um, we kind of got to what was it what date is today the 10th of January and we were like ah fuck when are we going to record again because we kind of missed it um, and last week after the Chelsea game I, ran, I think I rang you like 10 minutes after the game and we must have been there for about 40 minutes on FaceTime talking about the game and it came to about half an hour and we were like why the fuck didn't we just record this like and just put put it out because it was such a great game it was probably game of the season very very end to end football and I was happy with the points to be honest we won't go too much into it because you know it's kind of irrelevant now isn't it yeah, <laughs> a week later but um, yeah how was your Christmas how was your uh, your 14 days in isolation yeah well I mean I wasn't I just I, I wasn't riddled with COVID I was one of the lucky few who didn't get COVID over Christmas it feels like everyone got it and you were away and everything and you didn't get it so I have no idea how but 
Um, yeah, it was good. Like, I mean, <laughs> it was good. Like, I, I mean, I enjoy Christmas. Um, it can be a bit of a tough time of year for some people, and I can fully understand. But yeah, it was grand. I think the, one of the things I like most about Christmas is going for like a festive point. And then when the pub's closing and yeah. everyone's singing like Fairy Tale New York, and it's we didn't get that this year because they were closed at eight, so it was kind of a bit shift from that that side of things. But yeah, overall it was it was a grand Christmas. I was in a Mima's went in for New Year's Eve. It was a good. It was a good night. And then look, if I, I said it to you during the weekend, it's probably a bit counterintuitive because we're here talking about football. But I did kind of like take a step back from it, and I wasn't consuming as much football as what I usually would. Same. Um. I was kind of burnt out. I was just a bit burnt out, but I'm feeling ready to go now. New Year, the League of Ireland's around the corner. New and Year, I'm New Year. With that. No, New Year, same me, <laughs> same spoofer, the same person. People hate. <laughs> Are you a Christmas crab? It's great. I loved it. Um, it was nice to get a break from uh, you, of course. And <laughs> um, I can't think. No, only joke. <laughs> 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 But I was in work a lot. I was I was vibing, vibing around the place, and got a vibe. I vibed around. I vibed over to London. For yeah. Very short flight, by the way. We went over for the Brighton Chelsea game. Yeah, on it's, on it's, the like, it's like a hot, it's like forty minutes or something, isn't it? Man, I swear to God, I stuck on the playlist. I was like, well, we just took off there. And then next thing you know, thirty seconds later, we landed. So yeah, I, like, yeah. I haven't even finished my on repeat yet. Yeah, I mean. Um, it's very quick, about thirty minutes. Yeah, and we got over. We flew into Luton Airport. Oh, Luton Town, home to James Luton Collins. Town. James, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> and I feel bad for him after being there. <laughs> <laughs> I was only there for about ten minutes. And we got, we hopped on ten a, minutes too much. <laughs> we hopped on a, a train to, uh, I think it was Piccadilly Station. Yeah, Piccadilly, famous. Piccadilly. <laughs> we got on the tube. To um, Kensington, very, 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 on, very, very, on, very nice part of London. We're on the underground. It's on the underground. Sound of the underground. Shout out the girls aloud. Oh, you can't believe how good the underground is. Yeah, you know, fair play to them. You yeah, know what well, I mean? I mean it's, one I think it's been around since 1865 or something. Yeah, it's, like it's that. one good thing the Brits have done. Yeah, and you fly around and yeah, 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 it's so good. And you can just tap on. Do you know the way yeah, we yeah. have the leap cards here? Yeah, you can just sort of tap on with your phone. Oh well, wow. go in. Yeah, that's cool. So it's handy, handy out, and I think it's fairly cheap as well. Was but it full of scrouts? <laughs> I'm being genuine. Like I remember the subway in America is is full of the strange people you meet in your life. I tell you what, you you get packed into them. It's, oh yeah, it's claustrophobic to hell. It's very hot, sure. and they don't wear masks over there. Oh well, okay. So you're, I have no idea. You're just you, sort of like this. I literally have no idea how you didn't get COVID. <laughs> I swear to God, I was holding me nose the whole time. That's what I was doing. <laughs> Do you remember the mask you were wearing, the painter's mask? <laughs> I was wearing that around the face. Apparently it, it limits your chances of getting COVID even more. Oh, but, uh, God. Yeah, anyway, we went to Kensington. Nice little hotel there. Rory, of course, made a mess of the hotel. Didn't book us in the wrong day for the hotel. So we had to pay no an extra way. eight quid or something. <laughs> but um, we went to the game anyway, and it was a good game of football. Um, atmosphere was a bit, eh. Mm. Brighton midweek wasn't great. But, uh, yeah, it was it was nice to be there, nice to experience it, yeah. and the highlight of the game was probably um, Welbeck's goal for you. Yeah, <laughs> not for me. I was crying after that. Was. <laughs> but there was a bit. It got to about the eighty-eight minute, and this was before Welbeck's goal. Yeah, and a fan 
in the stand we were sitting in just started volleying the ball around and it lasted for about two minutes and every time we kicked it up in the air they just went way <laughs> and it lasted we wasted about two minutes just volleying the ball up in the air oh, and that about the 98 minute then he did just threw it out and well back scored yeah. so <laughs> bit of karma there striking us but um, oh, it wasn't yeah. our best game I think it was one of our worst performances of the season yeah. just so happened I was there and uh <clears throat> Flew back on the on the plane the next day, um, and that was it. A nice one day trip to London. Yeah, probably does. Yeah. You got the um, Romelu Lukaku scarf as well, <laughs> and ever since you held it, <laughs> he's wanted to leave. He must have seen the pictures. Like, I can't, I can't let this fella support me anymore. <laughs> I'm gonna end this man's whole career. <laughs> oh, oh it was good times. Anyway, Do you um, know what? Actually, sorry. Before before you get on, sorry. Um, do you know what I really enjoyed over Christmas? What was it? The darts. Oh man, it the was darts. great, wasn't it? Me and Rory, uh, we we were watching the afternoon session in the pub in London there. One of the afternoon sessions, and yeah. we were having a few pints of uh, brownies, watching the uh, the darts. Yeah, oh, great buzz, and everyone's into it over there. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I remember a while ago, on Rory, Rory, remember this night? It was me, Dave, Rory, and Col, <clears throat> and I think Col's brothers, Colin, was there as well. Maybe Kieran as well, but anyways, we were there, and uh, the darts was on. And do you know what? I don't know what it was, but the game just the last game. I can't remember who was playing, but it just went on and on and on. And I think Kyle ended up leaving earlier or something. And it was just me, Dave Roy, there till in the back page till about two o'clock in the morning, talking about darts. It was awful. Like it was great. It was a great night. It was it around. Does, it was around it, Christmas time as well. It does sound off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, do you know what it is? I used to really enjoy darts when I was younger. Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever watched this because it's something my dad used to watch out on a, it was on Challenge TV. It used to be on when he was a kid, but Bullseye. Bullseye, yeah. And it's the worst program ever. And it's like, it's like, and here you can win a yacht. And they're all like, oh yeah. And then they lose, and it's like, well, here's what you could have won. And it's just the yacht. And it's like, fuck you, you're not getting it now. Um, but that's that's why I kind of like darts. My uncle as well is a big darts fan. And uh, so, yeah, so. One of the things I was talking to you today, and I put it up on the social yesterday, was, if you were a darts player, what would your walk-on be? So will I re- I'll read out people's ones for us, and then we'll, we'll do ours. <laughs> I think I put mine in, anyway. Yeah, I think you did. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll go for us, right? I'll go with Shay, because Shay's a big darts fan as well. Just, just while you're getting that, um, when we were in the airport, they had this orange juice. We were getting a bit of breakfast before we flew out. Alright. I swear to God, I went up and I tried to order and I got fruits instead they gave me a fruit for some reason that was in the fruit but they had this freshly squeezed orange juice okay 350 a pop yeah. everyone gradually left this pub or bar they were serving this orange juice in mm-hmm. and then your one got a big carton to fill it back up again the joke so it wasn't freshly squeezed awful yeah they, Proce- pulled, they, they pulled the wool, wool over your eyes <sighs> stop man the world's ridiculous anyway <laughs> Derek's walk-ons <laughs> so we, ha- we have we have one from I'll start off with... So yours is there as well. I'll start off with Ian's. So Ian... I don't even think Ian watches darts, but he Ian, Ian texted in saying, Do you think I'm sexy by Rod Stewart? You can't sing everyone, No, we can't. Let's sing everyone. That's a good show, though, to be fair. Yeah. Rod Stewart. We know if you're Rod Stewart. Big Celtic fan. Big Celtic. Well, he claims to be. Uh, we have Aina, who's a big, um, what would you describe him, a Republican? Yeah. We're all Republican, but he's 
quite big. He goes to the Shandos. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's big, big into traditional Irish music. He wrote in Peggy and Littermore. Oh, yeah. I wish you said Peggy that's for you, That's a great tune, actually. Yeah. I remember learning that skill. You pelted out in the pool, I'd say it'd be very crack. Yeah, it would be. We have Ben Casey saying, Serious Alan Parsons Project. That's a great one. Oh, I don't know that one. Do you know that one no. from the Michael Jordan documentary? The Last Dance. Do you ever hear the song? It's like, You know it. That's a bad, that's a bad rendition of it, but you, you definitely would know it. Right. We have Gerald Lanigan saying, Samsung. Another Republican. Do oh. you know the Samsung? I'm not singing it, but I'd say you would know. We have Shay here, and Shay put two in because he's a pest. So he has the first one, I'm a Believer. He also has, did you ever hear the song, um, I'm Horny. <laughs> Horny, that's Shay. Shay put uh, that here, song. Andy. He wants to come out to the darts. It's a PG podcast. Ah, it's not at all. Not at all. Um, yeah, that's, I'm not going to read them all out because there's, there's a good few. But that that's kind of the best one. What What did you have? I kind of I'm stuck between two. I sent them to you, didn't I, the other day? Mm. So I would probably come out to, um, do you know, shallow Lady Gaga <laughs> and Bradley Cooper. <laughs> that just wouldn't, <laughs> that just wouldn't work. No, bring the vibe down. <laughs> Uh, when you said to me now as he that wouldn't work I decided on Madonna hung up give it give it give it to uh, yeah that one yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. they have to, uh, Madonna used in that song in oh home. it's like I had a favourite game I think you liked that one oh yeah I don't envy you at all Listening back to all these because it's gonna be awful. Fuck you! What what a what a subject to have in the podcast though. The icebreaker, darts, walk on songs. Might be a, a feature of the podcast from now on. Yeah, we might, we might talk more shit like this to start a podcast. But on the agenda today, I'm just gonna right try and get away from this. Cut to the chase. On the agenda today, we have the transfers, and I think throughout January we'll try and get as talk about as many transfers as possible. Have a list of them here. We have the FA Cup. I mean, we don't have to go too depth into it, but we do have to mention it. It was on the weekend. Uh, Obviously, we have the usual Euro Trash, Euro Treasure. We have Hall of Fame. And forget it out this week, we are discussing AFCON. The African Cup Nations. Cran, what do you think? It's a great tournament. Yeah. You know, not for the Premier League teams, but, you know, yeah. fuck them anyway. It's, it's, you know what, it's very enjoyable. It's a, it's a good tournament. And as you said, for the Premier League clubs, you know, they kind of feel like they get shafted. But it's, it's the equivalent of the Euros. You know what I mean? If the Euros was on in the middle of the season, like no one, had, no one would be complaining about it. So I, I do really enjoy Afcon. Watched it in years gone by on Eurosport and stuff, and it's on Sky this year. For anyone who's going to be looking at it, um, yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to it. So we, we'll talk about Afcon in Get It Out. Cran, moving on now. Okay, the January transfer window. How do you feel about it? For me, it's a bit of a nuisance. Yeah, I, I have. I have confirmed transfers written down here over the past few weeks, kind of notable ones, notable ones even, excuse me. But I hate all the innuendo, I hate all the rumours because... Sky Sports merchants. Yeah, it, it drives, it like, it creates it creates an atmosphere of expectation of, well, we have to get someone. If Chelsea are buying someone, Liverpool have to buy someone. If City are buying someone. You know what I mean? It's like, fans get, get torn, dragged into it and... They, to be honest with you they kind of struggle with not being able to buy anyone yeah. you know what I mean and like clubs operate in different ways but 
just speaking on behalf of Liverpool, like we're not that type of club. Like we don't we don't just throw cash around. You know what I mean? And we kind of I hate I hate hearing things like this, but we work on net spend and stuff like that, and that drives me mad. But that's the way some clubs operate. So that's probably why I don't like it because I know we're not getting anyone. But at the same time, it is it is kind of for me. And anyways, it it's more of a nuisance than anything. Yeah, I'd love to sign left back right now. Yeah, I think Chelsea are linked with Dest, but I I don't really rate him. I'd love to get Dinya in. Yeah, but it looks like he's off the Villa now as well. Great signing for them. But we'll run through a few quick transfers. So Lorenzo Insigne, Napoli to Toronto on a free. That's a great sign. You're wearing an Italy jersey here, Con. So I expect you to talk about this one. Well, I just think, yeah, Insigne is a good signing. I watched him a bit in the Euros. Mm. And he's a fantastic player. Yeah. Very low centre gravity. And I can't believe he's gone to Toronto. He got to the honest. goal against Belgium, didn't he? Yeah. It was a screamer. Brilliant goal. He's a very good player. and oh, I can't believe he's gone over there. Well, the reason being is he's gone for 12.5 million a year. Oh. So that's why he's gone. Earning the big bucks, Earning baby. The absolute massive bucks. And in Canada. <clears throat> I remember, I don't know if you know, Sebastian Javinko. He was with Toronto as well. He was, he was a, an Italian international as well. Javinko, yeah. Yeah. You didn't. You don't really hear much about these players when they go over it. Yeah, it feels like this is kind of like their severance package. It's like, right, off into the sunset. And that's this it. is the end. And I think it's good. I think it's a good move for him because he's a fabulous little player. And look, if he's getting 12.5 million a year, you know what I mean? You're laughing then. Yeah, you take it, wouldn't you? Absolutely. <laughs> Kieran Trippier, and let's go to Newcastle. Bit mad. Another money grab. An absolute another money grab. How much do you reckon he's earning? Or do you have it written down there? I haven't got it written down, but I'd imagine it's a lot. Yeah. Um, good signing for Newcastle anyway. It strengthens their right back. Mm. I don't know who was playing there before. Probably Matt Ritchie or something, was it? Yeah, Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay. It's raw! Um, yeah, I mean... You tri- fucking French pig! <laughs> <laughs> Trippier played for Howe at Burnley, I think, a long time ago. And I said on the podcast before about... It's bland. About Eddie Howe just like picking his friends to play for him. Like, he has Eddie Howe Richie. kind of looks like Gordon Ramsay as well. He has Richie at left back. He has Fraser back in the fold. Um, Trippier now. I I think it's I don't think it's a good move for him at all because I think Newcastle are going down. Yeah. I think it's it's de- it's a definite money grab. The best thing Trippier has done in his career was when he was with Let's Go last season in the obviously no fans were allowed in at the time, and he won a throw in on the side of the pitch, and himself and Diego is it Diego Simone is his name? Yeah. Absolutely went ballistic as if they'd scored a goal, and it was only because like they're running the clock down. I'll get a video of it. it's very funny but um, that that was his best moment at Atletico and obviously win the league helps as well but it, I think it's an awful I think it's an awful meal for him to be honest yeah I mean it will be a club on the up but I don't know how soon it will be on the up probably sure. not that soon sure um, Felipe Coutinho Barcelona Aston Villa I can't believe this when I've yeah. seen it it's a mad move good player as well very good player um, I don't know how he'd fit into Villa's philosophy or I don't think they even have a philosophy no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how he fit in at Villa yeah you know what I, mean? I think the thing with Stevie is he, he plays a certain type of football and like he's very attack minded and when he's up against the big clubs he likes to make it hard for them to play and he'll be stubborn he'll, he'll tell his team to be stubborn you know take time over throwing go down 
very easily, win free kicks, break up the game. Um, but when when they're kind of the better team in the game and the favorite team, let's say to win, and look, Villa have a good squad already: Ings, Watkins, Buendia, Bailey. They're they're very good to watch, funny enough. And I think I think Coutinho. I was talking, funny enough, one of the lads texted in on the Instagram. Stay. I went to college with him. He's a, he's a full on diehard Barcelona fan. Yeah. And he was talking about Coutinho, and one of the things he was saying was like, he's kind of lost his guile. He's lost that bit between the teeth and. It feels like he's not trying anymore. And when you hear that kind of thing, it's kind of sad because at Liverpool, in that four-month period before he left, he was, without a doubt, the best player in the Premier League. Yeah. And Klopp said to him, was like, stay here and he'll become a legend. Leave and, you know, things could go sour. And that's what happened, unfortunately, for him. And I do really like, I do really like Phil Coutinho and I like the way he plays and he's a very graceful footballer. And I'd love for him to come good. I think he's with Barcelona. He's lacked confidence. You know what I mean. And a lot of expectation. And even when he went over, it was himself, Suarez, and Messi. And look, you can't live up. Neymar is one of the best players in the world. And they had to. You had to try and live up to that. And before he went in that period for Liverpool, everyone would have said he would have lived up to it. It says a lot about Coutinho that he's had three or four managers at Barcelona, and after three weeks, every one of them's gone. No, you're not. You're not. You're not good enough. And it's sad, but I do, I do hope that he comes good. Yeah. I do really hope he comes good. So that's transfers out of the way. Mm. Big ones anyway. I've just seen United are looking at Zachariah as well. Yeah. Be a good move, but again, United are in turmoil. They're playing tonight against Villa, but we will get on to them another time. We move on to the FA Cup. FA Cup, Adzi. Fuck, I'll get my phone. The oldest competition in England, as they say. Um, I haven't watched much at all. I was actually uh, indulging in Serie A this weekend because I don't really like the FA Cup. So um, I wouldn't be too big on it myself. The FA Cup was. I think the first game was Swindon and Man City on Friday evening. Yeah, I was looking forward to the game on Friday night. Ordered the curry and everything. I'm doing dry January. So I was like, I can't have a point, so I'm going to get a spice bag. Not for takeaways. <laughs> Getting a spice bag. And I had it in everything and put it down on the thing. And I thought the match was on BBC, Swindon, Man City. Stuck it on. It was on. It was either on BT or ITV. And I just completely missed it. I was like, fuck that. I'm not, I'm not plugging the forest stick in. It's yeah. too, much, too much hassle. You see, that's how much I enjoy it. Is I'm not willing to put myself through <laughs> hassle putting it on. But um, I was looking forward to the game. And Man City just ran away 4-1 in the end and it was a game where like I have the City team here right Stefan Walker Diaz Ake Cancelo Kevin De Bruyne Rodri Gundogan Cole Palmer who got man the match by the way unbelievable performance Bernardo Silva and Jesus and that was a team stricken with Covid and that's 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 like you know what I mean they're madness not, they're not missing many big players there like oh. you know what I mean and I said it to you a while ago man but it's like City are just bringing out clowns of David Silva and it's scary like Phil Foden McAtee as well Cole Palmer even the lap the lap's very good now he's a striker but it's such a scary thing to think about because mass you, producing yeah that's what they're doing and it's like it's like they, you make one Mars bar you're, you're making 10,000 <laughs> you know what I mean and uh, Mars bars are delicious <laughs> and it's, it's just, it's just yeah absolutely Mars <laughs> bar is the best bar and it's kind of uh, it's kind of frightening but the highlight of the game was when Swindon scored to make it 3-1. Do 
there was great scenes in the crowd and they celebrated the game like they'd won it yeah it you know what I mean same. so it was great it was the same with Chelsea, Chelsea and Chesterfield just great to see you know what I mean yeah because obviously they're never going to compete with a what is it billion squad yeah you know what I mean you have to be realistic mm. um, Mansfield Town versus Millsborough 2-3 two, 3-2 three. Three, two. Um, Bristol versus Fulham 1-0 after extra time 1-0 win for Fulham mm. there you go through Burnley against Huddersfield this bit, is interesting yeah a bit of a shock 2-1 to Huddersfield Town yeah and Sean Dyche I've seen him at the end crying <laughs> that's he, his last chance of trophy glory this season <laughs> all gone down the drain well is, is your prediction of them winning the Premier League not going to come true or no, no. <laughs> it didn't didn't come true Coventry won Derby nil. what I couldn't give a fuck man to be honest Coventry near bankruptcy if it was you seeing I don't know about Harley Pill 2 Blackpool nil. the Battle of the Pills Shout out to Jeff Stellan. Jeff Stellan, I say he's having a good one. I'd say, yeah, I'd say he was delighted with that, was he? Yeah, I'd, I'd imagine so. Yeah. I wasn't looking at soccer Saturday. I actually, Jerry Wiley watched a good few of these games. I watched the Palace game on Saturday, which is, I think, is the next game on the list. I watched a bit of Newcastle game, and I watched the Everton Hull game. Mil- and then I watched the game Millwall Palace, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. At the Dan. Bit of a derby, isn't it? Yeah, it's I, I don't I'm not a fan of Millwall now. They're no. a bit racist. Full of elflers yeah. in their fifties thinking they're hard men when it's yeah. like, Come on lads, time to go home. Wake up and embrace the new generation yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, and it was funny enough, funny you say new generation, it was Elise for Crystal Palace was unbelievable. He has seven goals slash assists in three hundred and seventy five minutes this season. He's only twenty years of age. Like we're about all of them. I think he has. I think. I uh, don't be at this again in the new year. Uh, well, Compare us to football players. I'm gonna have a big list of them for the Liverpool game, um, and he's very good. I think he's. I think he has great potential, and he shut the Millwall fans up as well. There was a minute. There was a part of the match where a Millwall fan fucked the bottle at him, oh, at least say, and it's like, come on, lads, and he kicks. And anyways, he kicks the bottle off the pitch, and he walks back to take the corner, and he kind of goes, "One, give me some more. Do it again. Do it again." <laughs> And did any of them do it? No. No. Absolutely bottled it. Did you get it? Hey! <laughs> Sharp. Oh, God. And then what's the next one there? Barnsley Barrow. What a game. 5-4 after extra time. This is the sort of FIFA score that I enjoy. <laughs> um, I'm actually a big fan of Barrow. I had a Barrow career mode a few few seasons ago. Um, love to see him doing well. Big and up. they made it 4 all in the 90th minute. Mm. One of them games. And then a uh, goal from... Carlton Morris who scored two in the game for Barnsley won them the game 5-4 what a game of football yeah and Bar- Barrow bear in mind they were 2-0 down with 10 men and they got back to 4 all. fair play for them League 2 team yeah good good showing man there's so many fucking and um, Burham Wood beat Wimbledon 2-0 mm. kid oh this is an interesting one Kidderminster Harriers 2-1 against Redden mm they and, are and in the sixth division. This is the kind of game that this is the kind of result that I love from the FA Cup mm. because Reading are relatively Reading are relatively like a big club in England, like you know what I mean. And for them to lose that is is a big is a big result. Sixth division of English football these are. Yeah, Danny Drinkwater was playing for Reading, by the way. Wow, he's, he's a washer. He's still alive. I don't like that fella. Um, Leicester against Watford. 4-1 4-1 good result I think I watched a bit of that game mm. they, had, they had um, like the Leicester's game during the week is called off Covid 
they had like Barney Rubble Fred Flintstone playing like it was a mad game and 2-4-1 is, is a big result but the game of the weekend for me Newcastle nil. Newcastle Cambridge United won I am absolutely delighted 56 minute Joe Ironside scored you look at Newcastle's team Debravka, Trippier, Kraft, Cher Matt Ritchie John Joe Shelby The Goat, Joe Linton Longstaff, Fraser, Alan St. Maxime and Murphy Jacob Murphy very strong team how they? did they not beat Cambridge you know what I mean Eddie Hale's a fraud that's yeah. why Wes Houlihan came on and stirred the ship home he was unbelievable when he came on Wes up I love Wesley I love him so much <laughs> I hope he's keeping well and yeah Wes Houlihan won Saudi Arabia nil that's how I see it <laughs> Peterborough 2 Bristol Rovers 1 bit of a meh fixture for me I'm not going to lie to you um, some great names on God, show Bally Mumba got the winner. Bally Mun. Bally Mumba. Bally Munda. <laughs> Sammy Smodix made a 1-0 to Peterborough and then obviously Bally Mumba got the, the winner. Bally Munda. Um, Brentford 4, Port Vale 1. Brian and Bremo <laughs> got four goals. Um, yeah, good result for Brentford. Did he actually get four goals? Oh, sorry, he got three. He got a hat-trick. Oh my God. And Marcus Force got the other one. Um, QPR won Rotherham won went to penalties um, and QPR won 8-7 it's a hell of a fixture that isn't it this is a fucking slog man <laughs> West Brom won here speak Brighton through them two. there <laughs> <laughs> uh, West Brom won Brighton 2 um, featured the young Evan Ferguson former balls player 17 years of age came on got an assist for the winner I think it was Powerball yeah yeah oh no it wasn't the winner it was for Motors goal but yeah Evan Ferguson getting a bit of a, a run out there fair play them um, Wigan 3 Blackburn 2 on a match straight out of the Premiership years very true very true where was Ben Brereton on that day Eddie where's, where's your man you he's start. Playing, playing at all he's a bit, bit anonymous now but he did play um, quick shout out actually to a sign on Blackburn made James Brown and not that one that you're thinking not, I feel good not him <laughs> James Brown are you dro- sure yeah. um, now he's a now former drop the player but he's a former Shells player as well former singer uh, yeah <laughs> singer in his part time um, good right back very good right back um, Blackburn got him on a steal I, I, I don't even know how much they got him on but he went on trial over there and he signed the contract at Blackburn but he's a very very good player mm. um, and I hope do you know what I hope he does well I hope he gets a few games and I hope he gets going because it's a big move over to Blackburn Blackburn's still a bigish club and I, I can see Blackburn going up this season as well. Um yeah, of course. Birmingham City nil. Plymouth Argyle won. Good result for Plymouth. Yeah. And uh, George Friend sent off for Birmingham, not Birmingham's friend. Ooh, friend <laughs> Um Chelsea five, Chesterfield one, Cran. I assume you were looking at it. I tell you what, Adzi, I had oh, the game was so boring I had a bottle of New Zealand Pinot Grigio <laughs> and I was sitting there watching the game on my own with Jesus a bottle of wine what? left over from Christmas I tell you, it blew the head off me yeah. but uh, good game all the same yeah. I don't know if it was good because I had a bottle of wine or because <laughs> it was a good game yeah. but uh, yeah I think it was 4-0 in the first half Yeah, something ridiculous like that um, tell you what Lewis Hall looks a talented left centre back Yeah, he's 17 years old straight from Cobham Academy came in did a job and I tell you what you think he got assists for Lukaku's goal yeah. 
Um, so he was very good. But I think we put out... <laughs> Chesterfield didn't have a chance. I think we put out a bit of a strong team. I would yeah. like to see us put out a weaker side, to be honest. Because it was just... Uh, the likes of Werner, Pulisic, Lukaku, Ziyech were all playing. It wasn't fair at all Yeah, for Chesterfield, a non-league team. But yeah, 5-1 win. Good win all the same. That's it. Yeah. Shock at the KC Stadium as Hull lose 3-2 to Everton. <laughs> you see, I actually, again, this match was on the BBC. So I actually watched it. And Jonathan Pierce of uh, Matches A Fame and Jermaine Gina's on commentary. Not a bad partnership to be fair. But I've never listened to two commentators who did not want to be at a game more in their life. They didn't enjoy the they match at all. It. it was fucking 3-2. It was a decent game. Um, Everton started with five defenders on the pitch. Five defenders Everton started with. <laughs> Fuck. They kept a clean sheet for 40 seconds. <laughs> I loved them so uh, much. They're gas. They're hilarious. They won. They, they ended up winning the game 3-2. Anyways, Townsend got the winner. But I think Hull were out on their feet. Hull looked wrecked. They had a lot of COVID cases as well. So players were coming back. But yeah, George Honeyman for Hull was very, very good. And that's that's all I have from that game. Sorry, Everton fans. Southampton 3, Swansea 2. A winner for Shane Long. And an assist as well for him, I, th- I believe. A good game for him. Mm. Um, and you could watch this one on ITV Wales. Bit of a bit of a pothole there while they're in the English division, but you, know, <laughs> you won't say it. Listen. We're not getting into the semantics, are you? <laughs> Jesus, no, wept. I'm just saying, like, like it's like I don't know. It's like Bowes going into Premier League. Like, oh God, it's the equivalent. Yeah, we, we move on. <laughs> Born with three, Yeovil won. Oh, what a game of football, huh? Funny enough, hat trick for Emiliano Marquez here. Yeah, great name. Very nice name. Great name. Gavin Kilkenny was playing for Bournemouth as well. But yeah, good win for them in the end. We move on to the Sunday game. Da, 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 da. Feels good. Da, 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 da. First game of the day. This flashback's to Luton Airport. Oh, God. If you know it yourself. <laughs> Luton 4, Harrogate Town 0. A good win for the train station merchants. Yeah, absolutely. Great uh, win. Coy <laughs> Naismith will go. It's a good name. Um, Cameron Jerome with a goal Cameron Jerome still going <laughs> let's look at this team hold on Harry Lansbury playing as well jeez they must all love Luton Airport Harrogate Town had four subs I think that's where's James fair. Collins oh he's moved to Cardiff oh, oh he has with Mick McCarthy oh, fuck's sake that's right anyway moving on good segue Cardiff 2 Preston 1 Goals from James Collins no no <laughs> <laughs> he's playing but it was Davies and some other Donny got the goal as well. Yeah, Harris got the goal. 1 0 to Norwich, everyone. <sighs> we'll say no more. No more. Child. Liverpool 4, <laughs> Shrewsbury 1. Do you remember Eden Hazard years ago called Shrewsbury Strawberry? Did you ever hear that? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it actually is an easy mistake to make. Um, the Shrews. Liverpool's lineup, right? Nine of Liverpool's <laughs> starting 11 were not born the last time Everton won a trophy. Ah, uh, here. I <laughs> <laughs> enough, I'm of, you now. enough about Everton. <laughs> just, just a quick road through of some of the players playing Liverpool, okay? And how young they were. Cade Gordon, seventeen. Connor Bradley, eighteen. Max Waltman, eighteen. Tyler Morton, nineteen. Curtis Jones, who's a bit of an established player at this stage, twenty years of age. Elijah Dixon Bonner, very good performance, twenty-one. Good name. Isaac Mayamba, 
17, James Norris 18, James Belgazi 18, and Melkanu Freudendorf 17. It was a good run out for the young players, you know what I mean? Established players like Van Dijk and Robertson, Fabinho playing, helped. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Connor Bradley, very impressive at right back. And yeah, I haven't really got much else to say other than I'm glad, I'm glad we're nearly done talking about the FA Cup. <laughs> but one of the things, actually, real quick, it was poetic, right? Because West Ham and Leeds was on the telly. And at the same time, Liverpool were playing Shrewsbury and Spurs were playing Morecambe. Yeah. And at the very same time, Morecambe went one up and Shrewsbury went one up. And West Ham and Leeds was on the telly. And it's like, why the fuck isn't Morecambe and Spurs or Liverpool and Shrewsbury on the telly? It's like, this is the essence of the cup. I was watching that on Premier Sports. No, I, and I mean, but like for the Brits, they yeah. haven't got that. And like, it's their, it's their competition, like, you know what I mean? And it's kind of like, why weren't those games on the telly? It, yeah. They're kind of the big games that you'd want on the telly. Um, yeah. Because you'd see, you'd see West Ham Leeds every week. Well, West Ham Leeds is on next week, yeah. on Sky, again. So it's like, what's the point? And anyways, moving on, Stoke 2, Light Norrient 0. Goal for Tom Ince. Tom Ince, yeah. We were only talking about him last week, I think, weren't we? Funny. Spurs 3, Markham 1. Great comeback victory Great for Spurs. Comeback. Antonio Conte was in the stands dancing with the fans. <laughs> the the full 5,000 that were there from what I've seen. <laughs> you see there was a tube strike crap. Corn the Martin Tyler. West Ham 2 leads nil. Bit of a controversial one. I know Ian was, was on to me giving out about the two goals. Um, I think the first goal by Lanzini Bowen was about 10 yards offside. And then the second goal I think there was a handball in the build up. Bit of um, a renaissance for Lanzini isn't it? Yeah. I'm a big fan of this West Ham side to be honest with you like if you read through it Ariola and goal decent player um, Fredericks a right back Dawson Diop Johnson the back four like that's a weakened back four but that's still quite strong you have Rice Socek Bowen Lanzini Flasic in midfield with Mr <laughs> Mikhail Antonio up front very good side very good side yeah Leeds are in a bit of a bother actually I was looking at something yesterday and they have about 12 players out for the next game <laughs> poor Leeds no not poor Leeds they're going down my list I think they'll stay I'd imagine so Wolves 3 Sheffield United nil. Cran we're nearly there the most goals Wolves have scored in the game this season yeah and not one of them was scored or assisted by Adam Chiori fuck off we were having this debate in the chat there a few days ago is Adam a good player I said he was the other four lads didn't I think he's a good player um, one nil to Forest against Arsenal. Yeah, the Ars. Did you see Arsenal's jersey? Of all white. All white. I was I was about to say they they looked like Real Madrid, but they played like a pub team. <laughs> <laughs> um, they had it was in a, it was for a campaign against um I think something to do with knife crime in London, and it's a good initiative. It was a nice jersey as well, actually, but they just weren't up to scratch yesterday at all. Yeah, they had no shots on target in the game as well. Really, really poor, but good win for good win for first. Staunch game for first. Yeah. I'd love to go through the draw, but I've 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 had enough of the FA Cup now. I'm not gonna lie. Our goal of the week. Our goal of the week. Jesus man. Um, I'll give it to your man McCurdy that scored for Swindon. Just for the scenes afterwards, great scenes. I'm gonna give it to uh, Cho for his goal against. I didn't see it now to be honest with you. It was a nice goal, but you know what? It wasn't that great. It's just summarised the FA Cup. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, what well, mediocre player, yeah, yeah. players scoring a goal <laughs> God of the week God of the week I'll give it to Fabinho for getting two goals because it's not like him 
He's getting a nosebleed up that far. I'm going to give it to Lewis Scrabble. Oh, good shout, yeah, for yeah. the goal last night. Yeah, yeah. He actually did. He busted his balls to get in the box, fair play to him. Yeah, and he finished it with his right foot rather than his left foot. I thought it was a bit mad, but yeah, great finish. Um, and then our call of the week. This fella Ronaldo is a cod. And our cod of the week this week is... Kieran Trippier. For his move to Newcastle. And his performance as well against Cambridge was awful. Imagine moving from Magletico to Newcastle and losing to Cambridge. Yeah. Oh, well done. Most expensive club in the world against Cambridge. And they lost. And Kieran Trippier, you're the epitome of it. So enjoy your move to Newcastle because you're probably getting relegated. You could have been playing Champions League and let go, but now you're with Newcastle. Should have went to Sunderland. Should have. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Steve Bruce. Oh, yeah. Moving on now to our Hall of Fame segment, Cran. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Do you know what? I'm gonna let you pick the first Hall of Fame of the year. Who was your Hall of Fame pick this week? My Hall of Fame is the weekdays of the week. <laughs> this is to combat my one. No, hold on. I love the weekdays. I think they don't get enough credit for what they are. Because we we focus too much on weekends. And we, we save our enjoyment for weekends. When really we should be enjoying every day. So I nominate weekdays. Let's move a model. So you, you're, you're nominating the concept of time in general. The concept of <laughs> weekday time. <laughs> Yeah, and there's oh, nothing you God. can do about it. Yeah, I mean, there's not nothing I can do about it. There's absolutely zero I can do about it. You were nominating the concept of time. And the only reason, you, I shouldn't have told you what I was picking, to be honest with you, because you wouldn't have went for the concept of midweek. I'm actually, going, weekdays. I mean, it's all the one. I'm going for the weekend's new album, Dawn FM. Who's that? <laughs> An unbelievable album. I have to be honest with you. Have you listened to it? I saw the fire in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> There's far too much singing in this. We shouldn't. Have, we shouldn't have went with the dance song. Um, it's just a great album. Have you? Li- you've listened to it, obviously. I've listened to it first. Listen, yeah. I would. I would listen to anyone who hasn't listened to it. Absolutely, highly recommend it. It's an unbelievable album, but it's it's like it's like a work of art because it's essentially like a ra- Don FM. It gives it away. It's like a radio station, and if you were to listen to it from the fourth song, no shuffle. The interludes, the way songs play into the next song, just an unbelievable album. It's it very synth poppy. It's my highlight of the year so far. Is the weekend's album very, very good? Um, if I was to pick a song that I really like, out of Sacrifice is up there, out of time as well. But yeah, less than less than zero is another good song. But yeah, I'd say Sacrifice would be my favorite song ever. So I'm gonna go with the weekend's new album, Dawn FM. Cran is gone with the concept of days of the week. Weekdays. Weekdays. Weekdays versus weekend. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Edzy. Oh, Jesus, a weapon. Jesus Christ. That doesn't make sense. You were the one that picked it. You didn't have to pick it. I wanted to pick it. Oh, God. Right. Moving on now, Cran. To our Euro treasure slash Euro trash. And as we spoke about. A bit during the FA Cup. I don't know if it's going to be kept in, but we watched a lot of Serie A football the weekend. Wow. 
A lot of it. I know you're watching it because I was watching it as well. You're wearing the Italia jersey for it. Bellissimo. Um, my first Euro treasure of 2022 is Theo Hernandez's performance for AC Milan the weekend. He scored. He scored two. AC Milan won three 0 and it was just a game where, like, he's a very saucy player. To lose. He's a very good player. Very good left back. Very talented um, Frenchman and. He's, I think he's the captain of uh, AC Milan as well now, which is big for him. Like, you know what I mean? It's big. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's a big thing to have. It's like AC Milan, notoriously one of the most famous clubs in the world. Like, he's, it's a big game. It's a big thing for him. Just real quick, his game by numbers against Venezia. So he had 123 touches. He won 10 duels. He recovered the ball seven times. He had five shots, four touches in the opposition box. Three shots on target, three fouls, one, three crosses, three successful take-ons, two clearances, two chances to create, and two goals. And with one of those chances he created, he created an assist. We talked about the best left-backs in the world, and I think he's gone firmly under the radar. I think he's a sensational left-back. And yeah, great result from Milan, winning 3-0 away to Venezia. Cran, your Euro treasure. My Euro treasure goes to... A game I watched yesterday that was absolutely terrific. I think Adzi was watching it as well. Yeah. It's one of the best games I've ever watched, if I'm honest. Um, it was Roma 3, Juventus 4. Mm. Roma go 3-1 up through a Pellegrini free kick that is out of this world. I was going to nominate it for my Hall of Fame, but obviously weak days <laughs> happened. Um, but Pellegrini free kick was sensational. Really good free kick. And then Tammy scored as well. Um, and I'm a bit uh, I'm a bit partial to Rome because Tammy Abraham plays for them and because I went to watch them in Rome so I'd, I'd sit down and watch the Rome game every now and then but I sat down for a great game because it was a great comeback from Juve and mm. um, Morata changed the game for me came on um, made the, set, the second goal for Juve was scored by Locatelli uh, Juve equalised through I think it was Kulisevsky Kulisevsky yeah uh, very good player by the way sort of broke to him yeah. and he's buried it and then the fourth goal I think it was scored by a former Roma player. Mm, the Skiglio. The Skiglio. Great name. <laughs> my God, man. Mm. What a game of football. Juve being down to 10 men and everything. Mm. Well, you see, that that's where the, the real drama comes after Juve went 4-3 up, wasn't it? Um, Ridiculous handball. There was a cross in to the box. I think it was Carlos Perez headed the ball to De Ligt. And I thought it was harsh now, to be honest with you. His body's torn. It hits his elbow and the referee gives a handball gives like the second yellow and sends him off and then Pellegrini misses the penalty or it's saved after scoring that free kick as well and it was from hero to zero it was it was a roller coaster of a game and it was so enjoyable and it was great to see Chiellini come on the last 10 minutes for yeah. the lift and he's just shithousing I think he was bandaged up as well wasn't he it was yeah. like his final form like you were you were not getting past Chiellini at that stage he was in gladiator man. yeah yeah Brilliant game of football. My Euro trash comes from the Udinese game, and it's a bit of a double edged sword because obviously I support Atalanta and it's kind of your treasure for me. But your trash this week comes from Udinese losing 2 6 at home to Atalanta. Um, in a game that, like, Atalanta were winning, they were winning 3 0 at half time, and you're sitting there thinking, what, what the fuck? Like, this is dead rubber now, like, and so then Jim City scored an own goal for Atalanta so Udinese got one back but after that Atalanta just battered the men again you know what I mean they got a fourth Beto scored a second for Udinese in the 88th minute to make a 4-2 so at 88 minutes you're like oh there could be another goal and when he scores that <laughs> Joaquin Mela of Euro 20, 
2021 form. Fame, even excuse me, of Denmark got a got a the fifth for Atalanta, and then they got the sixth. It was just a mad game of football. Your Euro trash cram. My Euro trash comes from La Liga. Oh, <laughs> um, I have to say, Barca man, it feels like a broken record being in Euro trash, but they went one 0 up against Granada. Yeah. Luke De Jong with the goal. Good goal as well, actually. Yeah, I didn't see it now, but um, a red card changed the complex of the game and then Granada scored in the 90th minute yeah. and that's Barca again dropping points and again will Xavi turn it around it remains to be seen I reckon he'll have another season at but it's a it's a bit of a rough job at the moment I know they've got that loan from I think the Bank of Spain gave him a loan from, <laughs> and they're buying a few players with that but yeah. Ferran Torres being one Torres yeah so be interested to see with Barca now they turn it around but one all against Granada that's my own trash yeah and just speaking about Steve earlier but talking about Barcelona and Coutinho um, they're doing everything they can to get, get more money like in Titi's after signing a new contract and he took a massive wage cut and Coutinho's move to Aston Villa is supplemented by taking a wage cut as well Aston Villa are paying his wages Barca aren't so they're, in a, they're still in a bad state I do, I do think this kind of new generation of players Jutkla Gavi, Pedri, I do think there's hope for them, but it's look. It could be a long time before we see the Barcelona ball, anyways. Moving on now to the first get it out of the season of the season of the of the, of the year. The year. We call it the year. Twenty twenty two. We're gonna talk about now um, the African Cup of Nations. And we're going to do a few predictions. We're going to go through each group real quick. That's a great World Cup, by the way. So, Group A, Cameroon, Cape Verde, Burkina Faso and Ethiopia. I think Cape Verde have a few little good players. Mm. Um, they obviously have your man Lopez off Rovers. Yeah. But I think they have another fella called, um, is it Gon- Gonzalez? Oh. Who plays I, for Olympiacos. Yeah. And I think he's supposed to be a good little player. So we'll do a quick prediction. Who do you think is going through, Cran? Cameroon and Burkina Faso will go for. Yeah, I'll go. I, I think the exact same. Thing yeah. I can't see much difference there. We move on to Group B real quick. And this is where the favourites lie in Senegal. So the group is made up of Senegal, Guinea, Malawi and Zimbabwe. Cran, we'll touch on Guinea real quick. Because they have a Liverpool player, Nabi Keita. But they have a very strong midfield tree. So they have Amadou Diawara of Roma as well which you probably would have seen mm-hmm. and Iliax uh, Maniba of RB Leipzig and he's a good player as well just like I mean I'm saying this like you're looking at me he's like oh he's, he's, he's playing in the Bundesliga a lot for them and it's a strong midfield I, they haven't got much else I was looking at their squad and it's kind of thin otherwise so you'd be wondering like how they'll get on but Naby Keita is a very good footballer Malawi and Zimbabwe <laughs> are two teams again it looks like for me and anyways a lot of amateur players are players from the leagues in their country and like that'd be tough for them to come up especially against Senegal Senegal we'll talk about them real quick Senegal they're stacked man I'm just looking at the result there because we are looking at a bit of Senegal game they won 1-0 <laughs> Mane in the 97th minute with a penalty they is favourite player man I'm not saying there's match fixing involved <laughs> but the 97th minute they scored in come on Looking at Senegal's team real quick, they obviously they have Mendy of Chelsea, Cheku Kuyate of Crystal Palace, 
Koulibaly of Napoli. They have Sar of Bayern. I don't know if you've seen Sar playing for. He's good. Diallo of PSG, another good player. Idrissa Gay, PSG as well, former Everton. He's they really stacked. Mendy of Leicester, again, decent midfielder. And then up front they have Sadio Mane, of course. And Ismail Sar. So I, I would fancy Senegal to do really well here. Yeah, a bit of a setback for them now. They do have Edward Mendy's out in... Or with COVID and so is Koulibaly so we'll yeah. see how that develops but uh, yeah Senegal and Guinea top two group I reckon yeah and I'd, I'd say the same I'd, lo- I'd love to see someone like Zimbabwe go through though just to like I mean a lot of these players you don't know how talented they are because they're not on TV that often if they're playing in their own leagues it's going to be interesting to see them play you know Group C is built up of Comoros Gabon Ghana and Morocco Cran. I've absolutely no idea of any of the players of Comoros to be honest and it looks like Gabon obviously have Elba Aubameyang of Arsenal Aubameyang and they have I think Lamine and Mario Lamine oh well. very true yeah two good players but we look at Ghana real quick you have Daniel Lamarte of Leicester Thomas Partey of Arsenal Kudos of Ajax um, Kudos to him yeah he's actually a good player the OU brothers Andre and Jordan Palace and Al Sadamana another team in the group Morocco Bono of Sevilla not you too. I can't believe the news today. <laughs> Sorry. Sires of Wolves. Uh, Adam Messina of Wofford. Uh, Hakimi. Who could be very good to watch. PSG of course. Imran Lauza of Wofford as well. And Munir El Haddadi. And Yusuf Enyasiri. Enyasiri is a lovely player. Yeah I, I think I think Morocco could be very strong there. Ziyech obviously didn't go. Which is a bit of a mad one. He had a fight with the manager. Yeah. So... They're missing out on one of their best players. You know what I mean? And Ziyech, when he gets going, he's a very good player. Trust me, man. They love him over there as well. Yeah. So it's 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 a bit of a mad one. Um, when El Haddadi, of course, was... Um, I think he played a few games for Spain and switched over. He was um, with Barcelona. When he first came in, they thought very highly of him. Yeah, I'd fancy Morocco and Ghana to go through there. Um, yeah, do you know what? I'll, I'll throw a spanner in the works and I'll say Gabon and Ghana. Yeah. Or Gabon and Morocco, sorry. Yeah. So Group D is made up of Egypt, Guinea-Bissau, Nigeria and Sudan. Nigeria adds a very strong team. They have Ajoy of West Brom, Ekong of Wofford, um, who's that, Zelda? Zaidu Sanusi. Zaidu Sanusi of uh, Porto. Porto. Very good player. And then the likes of Ndidi and Yeka for Brentford, obviously, and Nacho. Awobi. Mm, Awobi. Mm. Whether he's good or not, you tell me. Um, no, he's, he's off. <laughs> And then they have Egypt, obviously, in this group as well with Salah and Trezeguet. Mm. And the big tournament from Salah, I'm hoping. I, I, I like. I really do enjoy watching them for Liverpool, and I've watched them. I think in the World Cup for uh, Egypt, and he was very, very good. I think he played like two games because he was injured for four. Some very isolated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he has a lot to do, and it'll be interesting to see if he can kind of perform to the level he has for Liverpool this season because he's he's been immense. Like so, it'll be very interesting to see. Yeah, you'd imagine Nigeria and Egypt to go through. Yeah. Group B, of course, made up of Algeria, Ivory Coast, Sierra Leone, and Equatorial Guinea. Algeria be one of the favourites, Cran, yeah. of the whole tournament with um, Yusuf Atal of Nice at right back, Figuli of Galatasaray, former West Ham and Valencia player, Mares, obviously Man City, we know how good he is, Slamani, um, again, he was with Leicester, he's, another, he's a top striker, and Ben Ram as well. All playing for Algeria. Brahimi. Brahimi as well. Couldn't get the ball off him in the telephone box. Yeah. <laughs> With Gemma Collins in it. <laughs> I 
<laughs> you have to cut that out. <laughs> ben Ram, of course, a very good player. And uh, what's his name? Islam. I think it's Islam Brahimi. Yeah. Very good player as well. So, yeah, Algeria looking very strong there. They're favourites, I think. Ivory Coast. And th- these, for me, will be the, the eventual winners. Having our ma- main man up front. Will we do it? For alt. Sebastian Haller Ali. What a player. He's starting for every coast up front. They have Serge Aurier right back, Maxwell Cornet left back, Frank Kessier, the name of the episode, AC Milan, defensive midfielder, he'll be, he'll be playing for them as well. To have Ibrahim Sangare of PSV. Um, you look at Sierra Leone then, a surprise inclusion <laughs> of Stephen Calker. Like, what in the name of Jesus? How? You have Equatorial Guinea then, who, again, we don't know an awful lot about. Outside of the group. Yeah, potentially. Potentially. Um, who do you think's going through? I reckon I'm going to go for Algeria and the Ivory Coast. Yep. So, Group F made up of Gambia, Mali, Mauritania, and Tunisia. And it looks like Mali would probably be the favourites here, you'd imagine, with Haidar of Leipzig, Kamara of Salzburg, and Basilma of Brighton. I think they have Triori as well. Triori of um, what's the name? Sheriff. Sheriff. Yeah, yeah. So they have got a very good team. Mali, um, Gambia. Again, I don't know an awful lot about themselves and Mauritania, but um, they could be very good. And then Tunisia, Wabi, Wabi. You have Tunisia down the course, but Wabi Kazri, former Sunderland player, now with Saint Etienne. He's a very good player, actually. Yeah. Very talented. Ever since he left Sunderland. Mm. So you, yeah, true. Um, so you'd probably fancy Mali and Tunisia to go through there. Mali. Actually, Mali would be outsiders for me for the whole tournament. The whole tournament. Yeah, 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 they have a strong team. Mm. Um, but yeah, I got the same. So we do a few predictions now, and I'll whack a poll up on Instagram now in a few minutes. Actually, um, will we will we try and guess the final crown? Go on. I'm gonna go with Ivory Coast and Senegal. Right then, I'm gonna go for. I think I'll go for Ivory Coast Nigeria final. Crown player of the tournament. Who do you? If you had to pick now. Predicting your final, I, I suppose, will definitely come into play for the player in tournament. I'll, I'm going to go for a Nacho. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to have a very, very good tournament, man. He's yeah. in the prime of his career. Mm. Um, obviously, not getting as much time as Leicester with Verdi, and mm. they have Daka now to compete. True. But he is a very underrated striker, I think. Yeah. Um, and he'll do bits for Nigeria, I think, in this tournament, with the likes of Aussie man being out with Calvin and that. Yeah. I was thinking Frank Kessier. Ivory Coast could be player of the tournament. Big fan. I'm a big fan of him. He's gone on a free in the summer, and I would love him. I would love him at Liverpool. Um, he's just a very talented player. We'll move on real quick. Top scorer, Cran. If you have to pick one person, top scorer. Mm. I'll go for Salah. Yeah, I think he'll get a lot of goals individually. At least to do well in the tournament. But I don't think yeah. Egypt will get that far. We'll go with last one. Player to watch, Cran. I was going to go for Nguisa, but you know what? I'll go for uh, Adama Traore. The, of Mali of Mali the sheriff player yeah I, I watched him in the qualifiers a bit um, on the highlights yeah when he was playing for sheriff and he does he's probably better than the real amateur <laughs> true if I'm honest like he true. does he does bits for sheriff um, yeah. he did in the Champions League as well so you know what I'll go for him as a player to watch yeah so Cram my player to watch in the for the tournament is Toivo Awani of Nigeria he's a striker very good striker he was with Liverpool and he never really got a chance to play, but he's been with Union Berlin this season. And he scored, I think he scored 9 or 10 goals. Like He's been very good for them. 
Um, and I'd like to think he'll get a game for Nigeria, obviously with the likes of Ian Nacho and Awobi. It could be tough to play. But yeah, that's that's it for the Af- AFCON anyways for us. And we will keep people updated through. So that's all, that's all for the AFCON. Yeah. We'll run through the fanzies real quick, will we? To end the podcast, we have the winners of the fanzies, which are the end of the year awards on OnlyFans. You vote for them on their in- on their Instagram page. Yep. And the first fanzie was... The first fanzy was for the OnlyFans football podcast player of the year. Yeah. And that was won by Mohamed Salah. And that was your nomination. Surprise, surprise. Um, we had nominations from, I picked Sebastian Haller, of course, Gary Vav with the Lewandowski show, and Dara Revel with the Bernardo Silva show. Yeah. And Bernardo Silva finished bottom of the four. But yeah, good, good players. The so, second fanzy, Cran. It was OnlyFans football podcast, young player of the year. It was between... Adi Amy from Adzi, mm-hmm. who plays for Leipzig, does he? And mm-hmm. um, it was from Smith for Smith Rowe from me. It was Saka of Arsenal from Keane McMullen, and it was Gavin Bazunu of Ian Fallon. Yeah, and it was Gavin Bazunu that won as well. Gavin Bazunu won the young, only fans football podcast young player of the year. Bit of a landslide as well, but yeah, Gavin Bazunu, it was well deserved. Yeah. I mean, the penalty save against Ronaldo was great. Tour de Fancy, which was the only fans football podcast hero of the year. So I nominated Ben Brereton. Cran, you nominated Dozy or Bene. Keen Moore nominated Jorginho or Jorginho, excuse me, Giorgio Cialini. And Ben Casey, my friend from Minute, your f- real life friend, <laughs> nominated Edison Cavani. And there was a bit of a toy between Ogbene and Cialini. So you can have to decide and vote now. <laughs> I'm gonna you know we'll just give it to both, will we? Cast and vote, we already gave it to an Irish player, we'll give it to uh Cialini. Cialini, yeah. Good show from Keane Moore there. The fourth fancy for OnlyFans football podcast team of the year. Cram. Um, so this was contested between Ajax, Italy, Denmark and Chelsea. Shouts from Adzi, Cran, myself, Olton and Brown Sugar Woody. A yeah. famous... Uh, yeah. Spoon in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's gone to Italy by landslide. Yeah. So fourth fancy goes to Italy. Mm-hmm. The fifth fancy was for the OnlyFans football podcast manager of the year. Being contested by Roberto Mancini, uh, picked by me. Thomas Tuchel, picked by yourself, Cran. Sam O'Hanran of Bray. He's a Bray fan. And he's sports sport in Lisbon as well. It's a bit niche. Um, wow. He picked sport in Lisbon manager Ruben Amorim. And David Mullery picked Man City manager Pep Guardiola. And the winner of this fancy was Roberto Mancini. Wow. Again, landslide. A lot of love for Italy in this, in this podcast. The sixth fancy, Cran. Six fans of the year goes to goal of the year, mm-hmm. and this was between Mo Salah versus Man City. Obviously, that wonder goal, Sebastian Till against Real Madrid, Alison Becker, the header against West Brom, famous from Rory, 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 <laughs> Patrick Schick from Jer, Jer, the United fan, yeah. And just a quick reminder the wind up merchant Liverpool beat United 5 0 at Old Trafford for anyone that didn't know. And the winner by one by one point by one vote, wow. Type, uh, second was Mo Salah against Man City which was my nomination and the winner of the vote was Alison Becker's goal against West Brom a very good moment that was my moment of the year which you'll see now bit mad the seventh fancy was for OnlyFans football podcast moment of the year and it was contested between myself Cran uh, Young Cole and the Protestant that is Senna I picked the Alison last minute winner Cran you picked Italy winning on penalties Cottle picked Damien Duff being appointed Shell's manager big show and Senna picked Joe Linton nutmeg and Rashford oh 
Good shouts. And the winner, of course, was Italy beating England on penalties again. <laughs> a lot of love for Italy. Italia. Italia. Hardly surprising. And the next award crown was for? Random baller of the year. This was contested between Tismi Cass, Emmanuel Dennis, Jared Bowen and Conor Gallagher. Mm. And again, Brown Sugar Woody and Prod with the shouts here. And Prod winning. Yeah, Conor Gallagher. Gallagher with the win, yeah. Um, so Great Conor player, Gallagher, isn't he, Gallagher, to be fair? Yeah, random baller. Yeah. Definitely, I didn't think he'd be as good as he was. The ninth fancy. Kit of the year, ladies and gentlemen. Spurs away, nice little spacey kit. Mm. Byron away, black and gold, lovely. Um, PSG away, Newcastle fan, yeah, Shane. Big up Shane. Remember the lads from Atlanta went to Newcastle and Burnley? One of them got the Burnley. Oh, yeah. That's Shane, yeah. Um, and, and then it was... Ajax Bob Marley. Yeah, it was Rory. And I mean, it was Rory and about 20 other people that said the jersey. And the Ajax jersey was the one that won. Yeah, yeah funny enough. The 11th fancy for random moment of the year. Jeez, I'm not spelling moment wrong there. Jeez, moment. Yeah, <laughs> random moment of the year. The 11th fancy. Contested between myself, Cran, Jer, and Dev. Um... So I went to Rick Astley and singing This Charming Man, which took about two weeks of the podcast. <laughs> Cran went with Dorothy Michael's existence. Jer uh, went for... He gives the, the list to Colesser. Sorry. Jer <laughs> went for the little car at the Euros. And Dave went for Woody's Brown Sugar Endeavours. And the winner of that was, by one vote, was the little car at the Euros. Do you remember the little car? Yeah. Pip Dirty Michael to the post. Yeah. I'm sure there might be Fiona that. The tenth fancy was for cocktail of the year, and there was only there was only two kind of contenders here. Yeah. Um, and it was between Sex on the Beach and Mad Hatter. Close one. Close one. Sex on the Beach won. And anyways, the twelfth fancy only fans football podcast shit house of the year. Cran, take it away. So it was Kit Hesseffin, Loyal t- Taylor on the wind up, mm. laughing at your man. Mm-hmm. Um, Stone Cold Sean Dyche laughing in the snow. Mm-hmm. When he had his shirt off in the snow, and Rafinha dancing in front of Chelsea supporters, I don't like that. <laughs> that was Ian Fallon, was it? Yeah. And then Chiellini, uh, brutally pulling down Saka when yeah. he was throwing it off. Yeah, took a salmon. And that, that was that was the one that won again. <laughs> Very funny. Very funny. The English fans fume after was unbelievable. We have the thirteen fans, the only fans football podcast, Dusty Baller of the Year. Shout for myself was Wilfred Zaha. Harry Maguire for yourself, Cran. Thiago for Rory. And Graeme Sunez for from Philly. <laughs> and the winner was... Philly's of, always gone on about Graeme Sunez. The winner, of course, was Harry Maguire. No surprises there because he's an absolute dusty baller, of course. And the last fancy was for OnlyFans football podcast. Dennis Trim of the Year. Contested between Deli Ali, Anthony Taylor, Paul Turney, and Dave Mullery picking himself... <laughs> <laughs> and it was Deli Ali that won but big up to Dave because he finished second and I have to say I remember I remember seeing it set in and I was pissed myself at it Dave you're a gent and yeah he finished second and Deli Ali got the win yeah and that's the fansies right everyone thank you very much for listening for this week's episode of the Only Fans football podcast for the fans by the fans if you're new here you know what to do Follow the Instagram, follow the socials, follow the TikTok. If you're new here, you don't know what to do. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Follow the Instagram, follow Twitter, follow um, TikTok, follow the YouTube, follow the Spotify. Yeah, and you can give us a rating on Spotify now as well, actually. Really, yeah? Yeah, yeah. How do you do that, Adzi? When you go into our Spotify feed, 
um, there's a there's a little gadget on it that you can put it right on. So yeah, give us. I mean, if you enjoy the podcast, give us five. If you don't, give us five. <laughs> Tell your mom we love her. And yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah. So that's it, everyone. I hope you very much enjoyed this episode of the Only Fans Football Podcast, and we'll leave it there. So we'll leave it there. So.